existence In existence, join the resistance Come on, let's start by talking tactics Have a pass and match this Here's how we practice Hi everybody, this is Pop Culture T- Continuum, and this is Patrick Riccardi. This is John Elliott. And today we're going to talk about... Evil Dead versus Evil Dead. I think it's The Evil Dead. You're right, the first one is The Evil Dead, and the new one is just Evil Dead. Um, thanks for correcting me, Pat. I tried to do it very condescendingly. You'd, it worked. Uh, yeah, so two... Uh, two gory horror movies yeah super duper gory i i, I don't think you realize it is i mean it, it doesn't hit you as much with the with the first one because the, they didn't have as much of a budget to make the gore so it wasn't quite as disgusting but it was still disgusting it was pretty disgusting yeah 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 especially for that time what was it 81 or something right right yeah and i <clears throat> i don't know exactly how that was all put together it, it seemed like uh they were pretty young so I don't know if like they had the idea for a movie and they made a lot of it and then they got backing or you know I haven't read that much about it but <clears throat> I know it was their first real movie yeah the, uh, Raimi and uh, Bruce Campbell and all those guys yeah um, yeah I don't know anything I don't know any of the stories behind the financing or anything either um, although I'm looking on Wikipedia it said filming was first commissioned for the summer of 1979. Um, and it says Sam Raimi, Robert Tapert, and Bruce Campbell um, bought a few How to Make Independent Film Guide publications. <laughs> and uh, they were going to originally do it on a Super 8 camera. And I'm not going to just read this whole Wikipedia thing. But yeah, so it was a very uh, DIY thing to begin with. And what I found out I didn't know uh, before watching these and... Just, just I didn't do a lot of research. Just looking something up that it was, it was produced or distributed by Irvin Shapiro, who was this uh, film producer distributor who did all kinds of like awesome movies through the years. That and, exploitation uh, flicks mostly. No, or? no, oh. no. He did things like Breathless, and he he introduced foreign films to the American audience or European films to the American audience uh, through him, and then he 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 handled movies by guys like Scorsese and Kubrick. And then the, I guess he found Raimi is near the end of his life, and he liked them. I don't know. I don't know how that came about, but it's kind of cool. Yeah, because uh, this movie doesn't fit with the other movies and directors you mentioned. He also did um, what's that zombie guy? Romero. He did his movies. Oh, too. George Romero. Yeah, that fits a little bit better. Yeah. Okay. It's all fallen into place. So yeah. Anyway, it's uh it's about. The, well, why don't you you want to give the basic outline, Pat? They, they, I mean, both sto- both movies are pretty much the same. The same, story. yeah. With little little bits pushed around. It's a, a group of friends go to out to a cabin, and they find a book of evil, and for some reason read or have a tape read about the book, and uh, chaos ensues. Yep, shit goes down. Um, and so this is I actually I don't know, but. I've got to think this is one of the first uh, cabins in the wood horror movies. Yeah, I don't know either. I, I assume that this is what everyone is, you know, riffing off of when they make a cabin in the woods movies. It's, it's definitely the one you think of first when you hear the term cabin in the woods. I mean, aside from the movie actually called Cabin in the Woods, but I, this is what I think of when they talk about it. You know, stuck out in the cabin. I think Evil Dead. 
Yeah, and uh, I own the original on DVD, and uh, so I've seen it before. I haven't seen the new one. Uh, the original, well, in most ways, I think it holds up. Um, I think so, yeah. As, as for a horror, scary, it, it sets the scene really well. The, the gore is disgusting. So, yeah, is, is there a way it doesn't hold up in your mind? Well... Uh, some some special effects. The, uh, yeah. the claymation stuff near the end yeah. was not even of its time. It was that was like old fashioned by 1981 standards. Yeah, it's what they could do with whatever budget they had left by the time they got to it. I guess. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, no. Otherwise, I mean, you know, these things have all become cliches in horror movies now. Um, right. Yeah. But. The- it's charming. I it's it has its charm just not only being from that time but also obviously being uh done on a tight budget. Yeah, I agree. And uh the music holds up because they didn't try to do anything topical. So it's all like kind of I guess it's I don't know what the who did the music but it's not if it, it, it would fit in the movie now. If they Yeah, no, it's it's just horror movie music. It's good. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're not trying to throw an Usher song in there or anything, or whatever the 81 equivalent of Usher was. Although I like the upbeat, happy music they have playing over the credits. Uh, yeah, yeah, like the, the old uh, the old vaudeville kind of song that yeah, they play. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, which was played in the movie as well. Yeah, I thought I thought it held up. Uh, the acting's, you know, it's whatever. It's a... Uh, it's Aside a, from Bruce Campbell, it's forgettable. Yeah, it's budget horror movie, movie acting. Yeah, Bruce Campbell did elevate it uh, somewhat as much as he could I wouldn't say he was great in it but uh, he was much better than everybody else yeah yeah um, when I was watching this the first time I had not seen it for a while I mean not the first time but for the first time in a long time I had not seen it in a while so I thought there was more humor to it because I was kind of pushing it together with Evil Dead 2 which has the scene where he's fighting his own hand I, and there's a, a lot of goofy stuff in Evil Dead 2 that Evil Dead doesn't have so I I I kept expecting the comedy and it never came. So Bruce Campbell was Bruce Campbell, but he was not Bruce Campbell. He wasn't groovy. Right. He. I. Uh, I haven't seen any of the sequels because there was what Evil Dead Two and then Army of Darkness. Correct. But uh, at the, I was going to ask you about it if you had seen him because at the end of this one, the the original, it seems like the uh, spirits or demons or whatever are rushing to attack him. Yeah, I haven't seen. He's you... doomed. I haven't seen Evil Dead 2 in a long time. From what I remember, the beginning of Evil Dead 2 just is this movie redone. So then after that is what happens. Oh, okay, cool. So they, they kind of just redo this movie to bring you up to speed. So this Evil Dead doesn't matter for Evil Dead 2. All right. Uh, I might well, be misremembering, but it's been like 10 years since I've seen it, but that's how I remember it. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Um, it, this is not really my genre of movie. Uh, but I could appreciate things about this movie. Uh, like I said, the it, it has its own weird, uh, weird charm to it, and and I liked the I liked the uh, kind of guerrilla filmmaking aspect of it. And for what they had to work with, they got pretty good gore effects. I thought for the yeah. most part. Um, Story wise, it it's kind of different from horror movies. Nowadays, or or a lot of horror movies, you think of um, where there's not a lot of slow buildup. Like they go to the cabin and things start uh, going to shit pretty quickly. Yeah, well, there's that. I mean, even before they get to the cabin, there's that odd uh, 
car car scene where they're all they he almost hits the truck and they have the the flash of everyone screaming and their their heads up against the window yeah yeah Uh, but i mean they're starting they're starting the the thrills from the start and they don't yeah they don't slowly get into it yeah they're they use like yeah that horror movie kind of uh cinematic language just in that that brush with the car on the thing like you said the the chick's face pressed against the windshield screaming yeah um but yeah, and and it's all just pretty much. I mean, there's, you you said the plot, and that's basically the plot. That's the whole plot. Like, they start getting possessed by demons, these people, and attacking each other, and uh, and that's the whole movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's 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 not a lot to it other than that, and it's still, I I have to I I think I respect it because it's. It, so so gorilla so just low rent they did this and they came out with something that's i don't know I, i'm not big into horror either but I, I still find this this film very watchable yeah it is watchable despite the the uh b-level acting from and I, everybody I, but I, bruce campbell i think sam raimi's kind of an underrated underrated director and it's a shame because he took on the big budget movies and that it's pushed him He's not really doing good stuff right now. I mean, Oz was fun, but it's. I think he could do better. But uh, the, A Simple Plan is a great movie that he directed. Um, what's the other? A Quick and the Dead is a really good Western. So I think he he can do good work. And it's. Uh, I think the Spider-Man kind of, uh, he was stuck stuck doing that for a couple of years. And the first one was passable. The second one was very good. And the third one was terrible. But I think he if he gets gets away from... Uh, stuff that's already been written, I think he would do better work. Yeah, if I mean, if he even can at this point. Yeah, who I, knows? I don't know I, how. You know, it seems like you get pigeonholed pretty easily in Hollywood, and and if they're gonna look, I mean, I guess the choice is really his. But he, the stuff he's getting offered is probably big budget shit. But clearly, if he wanted to, he could make something without a big budget, because he's been there. He, well, he could theoretically. Would the studio let him? Is the question. I yeah, think. that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, you know, between him and Bruce Campbell, they're probably rich enough to finance their own movie. That's true. They they should be by now. Um, it would be nice to see him do something like that again. The now, uh, go ahead. I, we could talk about it later. It's, it's just yeah. Go ahead. No, we can we can jump around on this one because there's. Well, I saw that he's the that they're already talking about doing a sequel to the. The the 2013, Evil De- 2013 Evil Dead, but they're also talking about doing a sequel to Army of Darkness. So the plan is, and this is kind of cool, that uh, Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell are going to make Army of Darkness 2, and uh, I forget the guy's name who did Evil Dead, but he's going to make an Evil Evil Dead 2 that follows uh, the 2013 movie, and then there'll be a third movie that will bring the two worlds together, which is kind of awesome. Is that just speculation, or is that... That's what they want to do. Oh, That's that what... would be really cool. Raimi and uh, the guys want to do so. So then, you know, that movie will have Bruce Campbell and um, the actress that plays Maya in one movie together fighting demons, which is kind of awesome if that came about. Jane Levy, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that right. would that would be cool. Um, although, well, we'll get into the the new film in a bit. Uh, yeah, so so this one, both of them had. Uh, somebody being raped by uh tree branches yeah i don't i can't i don't like it i'm very uncomfortable with that and i'm probably approved but the 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 evil dead the old one was worse that scene was a lot 
a lot more graphic and a lot a lot harder to take. I, I know it gets laughs, but I, I I don't laugh at it. Oh, does it get? Yeah, no, I didn't. I don't find it funny either. I I found it kind of, yeah unnecessary. Yeah, I, I agree in both films, and it's a little more understandable in a movie movie made in 1981 and a movie made on such a low budget that these are just a bunch of 18 year olds or you know however old they weren't just doing funny stuff they 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 want to throw up there and see how it is, but a little little worse in the 2013 movie, but. In the 2013 movie, it wasn't quite as blatant. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so the they're all possessed by demons. It's never really explained in either movie quite what's going on, right? I mean... The, the, the 2013 does a little bit more of an explanation, but not really, yeah. Well, I mean, they yeah, they had that bit at the beginning, but it didn't really explain. It just kind of implied. Yeah, I yeah. Thought. So, uh, yeah, anyway, but, but that's cool. What? Why do you need all the backstory? It's some kind of uh, satanic evil book, and when they read it, uh, these creatures come to life or come from another dimension and uh, kill everything. And why they need to do it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Gots to kill. The uh, and, and they also possess. Uh, they possess the the humans, the people, and and make them start killing. Yeah, so. There's a lot of weird uh, sound effects in the first movie, like the voices they used for the possessed people. Oh, right. Were kind of yeah. weird. And then uh, when, spoiler alert, Bruce Campbell kills them all, um, they're, they're saying, join us, but it sounds like uh, Stephen Hawking, kind of, or like <laughs> think... uh, Freakazoid, that song. The... <laughs> but, so it, it was kind of, that was funny to me because it wasn't a scary voice. It was just oh, I, like some computerized voice. Yeah, but, I guess it was just otherworldly. Yeah. Uh, but but overall, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I own it. Um, I enjoy it, it for what it what is. You, what you own is a Criterion collection? No, it, they, no. Didn't, they didn't do Criterion in that one. They do so many different things. I just I just heard that they're doing a Criterion collection, a huge deal of... Uh, what's the... the Oh, the movie where they all want to get the money under the big W. The man, it's a mad, 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 mad world. Oh They're no doing shit! A collection <laughs> of that. Yeah, that's weird. Those uh, those '60s comedies, man. <laughs> and that's the '60s. That that has an interesting history because it's really it's really difficult for film historians to get the complete the complete copy of it because it when it when it was first released there was there was like a I don't know how long, but like a three-hour version, and then they cut it down to two two hours fifty minutes, and then they added five minutes to, from somewhere else. So it's this, this weird, like film, uh, holy grail. Yeah, which of of a, a movie that's not really as good as this. It's not as good as the people in it. Yeah, I mean, I there's great comedians in that movie, but the movie's not. It's fun. I don't have a problem with it, but it's the people in it are funnier than the movie itself. It was the cannonball run of its day. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, Scavenger Hunt. Did you ever see that one? Yes, I love that. Richard Mulligan Richard again. Mulligan, James Coco. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Was that uh, made for TV, Scavenger Hunt? No, I think it was theatrically re- released. Oh, I, I saw it on TV, so I, mean, I always I thought it was saw made it on, for TV. Yeah, I think I saw it on like Showtime or something way back. <laughs> no, I saw it on CBS, so I thought it was a made for TV show. I don't know if it was CBS, but over the air. Anyway, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Oh, uh, another thing I found out, which is interesting, um, uh, Joel Cohen was the assistant editor. For yes, I did know that. Yeah, that's pretty neat. He did that that workshop scene. That's 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 kind of you know the 
that they kind of copy in the second movie. Not copy, but play homage to in the second movie. Which I haven't seen. Um, no, no, no. I mean in the in the remake. Oh, in the, the remake. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Um, did you get a cricket stuck in your throat there for a second? No, I was making the sounds from that scene. Oh, got it. Uh, yeah, I, th- these are these are really hard to talk about because there's really not much to it. There's not much there there. So you can you can talk about uh, technical aspects of the film and and acting and cinematography and stuff, but there's not a lot to say. If you want if you want a bloodbath, uh, you you are going to be serviced yes, by seeing either of these films. So yes. I think there's more to talk about when we get on the remake, but yeah, there's it's it's just there. Uh, Bruce, but it, it it is neat to see a young Bruce Campbell. I mean, a really super duper young Bruce really Campbell. Really young. Yeah, I couldn't tell at the beginning if he was wearing like a varsity jacket or not when they're in the car. Um, and I was trying to look. I I don't think he was, but it did seem like they're positing he was in high school or or college or something. Yeah, like yeah. It, it wouldn't it, it wouldn't have been out of place. And. Uh, and he and then and I know that the history between Raimi and Campbell is that Raimi tries to torture Campbell as much as he can, and it really did start with a lot of torture. I mean, he had stuff throwing, uh, falling on him, and all kinds of stuff on his face. It's, it's really funny. Yeah, you got to give him credit uh, for putting up with it all. Yeah. And and like we said, the uh, the go- it was. I mean, I've seen horror movies, a lot of horror movies from that period, because um, that's when I was growing up, and and I liked them as a kid um but this seemed to like go to maybe new levels of goriness for a for a major movie i guess yeah. i mean major in quotes kind of but it was a success as well i believe right i think so but i think it got more of a su- success from on the general public on video video yeah on vhs but well, uh what was I going to say? Oh, I was not, when I was a kid, I was not big into horror movies. I, I saw them rarely and only when friends wanted to see them. So <clears throat> I think I have a, a better appreciation for them now than I did when I was a kid. Yeah, it was, well, you know, the uh, stabbing the pencil into the foot was pretty fucking nasty. Yeah, it was really, yeah. And then, and then oh, the sawing the leg. Oh, ugh. yeah, yeah. The cha- And then the uh, the demon biting her own hand off. <laughs> I kind of actually turned away from that for a minute. I was like, I, I've seen enough. I, I, but I feel like in the remake there is more to turn away from. It was oh, there was way more visceral. More. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Literally visceral. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and uh, Bruce Campbell getting his leg torn up and and all that. Yeah. Uh, so it was it was pretty out there. I mean, I'm sure there were some like Italian horror films that went further, or whatever, or like Z grade exploitation stuff where they you know used uh used animal parts and shit um that were probably grosser but yeah it was pretty pretty impressive this is, this is quite gross enough with, it is while still being a coherent story because as as coherent as you can be yeah the stuff that came before us like last house on the left and of course the exorcist and texas chainsaw massacre and like halloween um dawn of the dead i guess Dawn of the Dead was pretty gory in parts too, but well, so I, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen Halloween. Is that really gory? Nope, not gory at no. all. Really, okay. I mean, you know, by horror movie standards, no, not at all. How about how about Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I think I have seen that. That's pretty gory, isn't it? It kind is of it just... is. Yeah, it's it's more disturbing. I yeah, I think than anything. But 
Uh, yeah, it, it does have some gore. Yeah, but I, I I guess the gore effects in this one stuck out to me. Like, when the pencil gets stuck in the foot, it's really fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it feels real. Yeah. And, and Your foot hurts watching it. Yeah, the other movies that I that I mentioned, I they were impressive and, and, you know, gory, but they didn't, yeah, I didn't wince like that, like I did in this, so. Now, in this, I noticed for the first time, uh, there's a reference to an old horror movie. It was A House on the Hill. Or the Hills Have Eyes in the, in the in the workshop. There's a poster up, and it's for that movie. Oh, maybe maybe the Hills Have Eyes. I don't know when that came out, but I think probably prior to this. Yeah, so that was that was interesting. Well, uh, and then at the end, what I was talking about earlier, um, he he throws the evil book into the fire, and so all these uh, possessed these demons possessing these people start disintegrating and the disintegration scene is uh high hilarity. Yeah. It's, it's because it is literally claymation and like bubbling tapioca. <laughs> it's like, why bother? Yeah. They, they really shouldn't have because the effects for the rest of it were pretty good. I thought, um, even the, the makeup of the possessed people I, I thought was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was that was disturbing, gross, and yeah, it was that was a weird choice to have that claymation there. There was that other scene where the record player was playing by itself, or was yeah, it yeah, that was kind of weird, but it was at least not bad. Well, there was were, that <clears throat> was there, that stop motion stuff. Yeah, yeah, there were some surreal moments in this too, um, which the second film kind of tried to copy but didn't work for me. But like the uh, the blood coming out of the uh, electrical sockets and oh right and filling up the light filling bulb. up the light bulb yeah um, that was just that was just super fucked up uh, yeah so I really appreciated that um, but yeah let's move on to uh, 2013 remake and your thoughts on it Pat because did you see it in the theater yeah I had I, I lucked into a, 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 a free pass for a, like a pre-screening and that was pretty neat. I didn't really know anything about it. I'd seen the Evil Dead original a long time before, and I didn't quite remember it, but I remembered it enough. And uh, so going into it, I didn't know who was in it. I didn't know what the, the basis was. So watching it for the first time without knowing anything, I was kind of bummed because I was like, this dude's no Bruce Campbell. What the hell's going on here? So, because I was thinking he was the star of the movie, the you know the brother. Yeah, the generic jock actor. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, this is, this is gory and i'm really frightened by things that are happening but if they're planning on making a sequel i'm not i'm out unless it's really good so i was pleasantly surprised by the fact that it wasn't him who's gonna just survive but maya and I, I i liked it it was i think if i were to, to if they were both made today i would like the remake better but they're not both made today because it had more of a story it had the whole allegory about uh fighting your drug addiction and you're going to take everyone down with you as well as yourself. And that's, I mean, it's neat when horror movies do have allegories because most of the time they don't. So I, I like that. Oh, see, I, I did. I thought I was like, uh, I don't know why they needed to add this addict storyline. Yeah. Um, I thought it worked just for the context of the story because it was like, you're burning yourself out. You're burning your, all your friends out. And you know, I get, yeah, I didn't even think about it as an allegory, which I, I rarely do until something's pointed out to me. Um, but I mean, you have all those zombie movies from the '60s that had neat allegories. So, it, you know, it's neat when you, they're they're going for something a little beyond just the, just the story. And well, it and go ahead. Yeah, that's I mean that's and that's my problem with all the uh, 
all the vampire and zombie movies today is that there's there's no allegory to them at all. They're just dumb stories with these creatures. Um, where where you can really you can make comments on society with those kind of movies, I think, and that's what they were originally how they were originally done. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's why I, I did appreciate that for this. I mean, uh, the the Evil Dead for putting that in there and kind of you know a little bit of a commentary. I from what I understand, the director was unknown. He just the only thing he'd done was a a really pretty awesome YouTube video. And that's how Raimi found out about him and offered him the chance to do this. And I think he did a really good job. Uh, there is there is no CGI or very little CGI, so all that was film tricks and makeup and stuff, which is pretty neat. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, and it was incredibly gory. Like, turn your stomach gory. So if you don't like gory movies, you should not see this. Because when I saw it in the theater, it was bad. And it's just, I thought maybe I was a little bit... You know, I already saw the movie in the theater and on a big screen, so I'm going to be fine with it. It was just as bad on TV. It's a really, really gory movie. The the they had a a, a needle and eyeball. There's blood coming out all over the place. A really gory movie. Yep. And uh, and as I said, I'm not a fan of gore, so it's a bit of a turnoff to me. I get that that's the point of it, for the yeah, most I, part. I I feel the same way. I mean, it's not a turnoff because I know that's what's coming, but I don't usually seek out these kind of movies. So I'm surprised I like this as much as I do, but I do like it. I thought, yeah, I thought it was. I mean, I prefer the original. Um, but, I prefer the original because it came first, and this couldn't exist without it. So I definitely like it better. But I, I do like this, and I think if they were both the same time in this, you know, I just, I just like what they did. It's just the original. It was the original. Well, yeah. Did you, it, wa- did you watch it to the credits, by the way? No, I didn't. Oh, we go. If you still have it, you should. I still got it. All right. Yeah, and anyone who sees it, there's a there's a nice fun thing at the end of the credits all right i'll i'll pop it back in and and flip to that um when i saw in the theater i missed it so i was glad to watch it here and over the credits they play the tape from the original the original movie yeah <laughs> the professor talking i mean i yeah i thought it was for a horror movie it was fine i i don't think i would uh it's not something i would recommend necessarily like uh, but but that's just has more to do with my taste i guess and i thought it was a little and again maybe this is just comparing it to the original a little slick like very slickly done yeah i i agree with that uh, compared to the original i i didn't i didn't mind it though it, it, it put you off it was just too too pretty yeah too i mean just so well done you know what i mean yeah and, I think so. Yeah, well, slick is a better word than than well done. Um, I mean, just just high production values, which um, I don't normally associate with uh, with gore movies, and don't really think are absolutely necessary to them either. Um, yeah, very very professional looking horror film. I mean, it it looked like any major superhero movie or whatever. Mm-hmm. to me mm-hmm. um but it was it was well done i can't i can't deny that um it's i, I wouldn't recommend it to just anybody but if someone was a fan of horror i would definitely say they should see this yeah i i think um maybe it's just that i had already seen the original one and the fact that the story as it is is not there's not really anything there except as an excuse to hang uh gory scenes on like i didn't find this movie especially tense or tension filled but that also just might be 
because oh, it, I did. it follows conventions so uh, relentlessly. Like, you know one person's going to survive, you know? Well, yeah, but I was surprised by who survived, and I didn't know how they were going to survive. And I, I did find it. I did, I did want the movie to end because I was tense. It was one of those deals. The first time I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, I hate this. I hate these people getting hurt. This is terrible. I don't want to see more blood. I, I found it. It filled me with tension. I, I'm surprised it didn't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm probably just too cynical and jaded. Um, but, but yeah, it didn't do it were for you, me. Were you – did you know that she was going to be the one who lived? Yeah, I kind of – I kind of figured that out early on just because, as in the Sam Raimi movie, well, these actors were much better. But they were also super bland and not interesting at all. And you thought she was the most interesting? I did, yeah. Okay. I think she's. I've seen her in uh, that TV show, and I think she's good in it. So I kind of like her as an actress. Me too. So, um, yeah, Suburgatory. The show. I don't like the show so much, but she's good. Yeah, and um, so I was surprised that she was getting killed off. So yeah, I was. I was surprised that she lived. So it was. It was. It, yeah. So that that worked for me for my naive. My, my my. I don't know. I was dumb, so I didn't know that was going to happen. So. Well, no, I don't think it has anything helped. to do with being dumb, especially um, if you've got the original fresh in your mind and you. Know, yeah. The, yeah. Bruce Campbell character is the one who lives. I just, it just seemed to me like I don't want to watch this, her dumb jock brother uh, yeah. <laughs> go through the whole film and survive because I I don't care about him. The the interesting thing, and I don't know, I, I'm pretty sure they won't do it with this, but it's neat that the Evil Dead went on, the original, went on to make a sequel and then went on to make a sequel of that that was not really a horror movie at all. The, the time travel into the uh, Middle Ages or middle wherever ages, they went. Right, yeah. <clears throat> and it's just a fun, more of a comedy comedy adventure than anything else. It's, it's fun that they did that. And it would be it would be pretty neat if this this, this sequel was more of a comedy than a, than a horror movie. I don't know what they're going to do, but it, it, it is funny that they did that with uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, well, with the sequel to this, I mean, they should, they should aim more for comedy because you can only go so far trying to outdo yourself in gore. Yeah, yeah you're true. Um, and this, as you said, this was super gory. Um, the, at the end when she kills the, uh, the last demon. Oh my the, God. Yeah. She rips her own hand off from under it's, it's under a, uh, parked car tire. And then, <laughs> that hurts right now. Just you talking about it. That was a really painful scene. <laughs> yeah. I, that was another one where I turned away, but I caught enough. Um, yeah. And then she takes the chainsaw and just shoves it down the, uh, demon's mouth the chick's mouth and and it shows it in graphic detail and technicolor and yeah in vivid technicolor how and it's raining blood at the time raining blood see that was the thing i was talking about where i think they were kind of trying to go for the same weird surreal thing that he had with the uh blood from the electrical sockets and stuff but it you didn't work was... as much for me because raining blood's kind of a cliche yeah you know? yeah I... they did do something with a light socket too in, in the new one, but it didn't it didn't go as far. They had some water going into it and it turned off, so it wasn't it wasn't the same thing. And they they had a lot of visual references to the original, which was which was neat. The like the the scene I talked about where the 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 workshop, the workshop. Yeah. in this movie it was them locking down the the door to the to the basement. They that's where they they referenced that workshop scene. And the and in the workshop in this movie they 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 show the the chainsaw early in the movie to, to let you know this is what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was a good movie on its own, but also they paid homage to the original in a in a nice way. Yeah, no, it was nice, and 
as I said, it was it was extremely well made. Um, it's just I, I don't know. It's it's my own ideological bent, I guess, where I'm like, yeah, it was well made, but like to what end, you know? And you, so you feel like a horror movie should should look bad. It shouldn't have a, a good cinematographer. No, I don't necessarily. I don't necessarily feel. I don't think that kind of stuff's necess- Like it didn't enhance my enjoyment of the story. I guess what you said. I guess. Um, I, I just feel like, man, that's a lot of money to spend on what's essentially uh, some kind of weird catharsis for people who need to see a lot of blood and guts. <laughs> and, hey, they, they the originals only spent $500,000. Why do you need $20 million to make this? Yeah, no, exactly. And, and Or any horror movie. I mean, that's kind of the cool thing about horror movies, too, and that's how a lot of directors start out um, – as their calling card because they're so cheap to make um but and and make look make work uh, right. as cheap yeah. movies that when you have like these huge budget horror movies i'm like well you probably could have done the same thing being more uh, using more ingenuity you know right right i it, think they spent less on this movie than they do on most horror movies to, to give it a little slap on the back yeah maybe but so I, as you, you I said do there hear was what no you're saying. cgi or anything so that's cool yeah um, that's what the director said and you should watch that the director's youtube uh it's just a short cg it's all cgi but it's really cool for someone doing it by himself like not with a major studio or anything oh oh his youtube thing that he got discovered from right okay right. okay i'll check it out um yeah so it was. I thought it was okay. Like I said, for for whatever reason, maybe I just wasn't feeling it, um, and I wasn't in the mood for a horror movie. I don't know. It the tension didn't work for me. I was just kind of like, eh, let's get on with it. Kill him till the last one, and let's see how she gets out. <laughs> uh, another thing that the carryover from both movies. I liked the 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 demon cam. The, oh yeah, no, that's really that was really cool, um, and that's all also become kind of a staple, like the uh, you know the POV shot from the the killer or the supernatural demon or whatever. Right, and in this in this movie, how it's like zooming through the forest, right, to wherever they're at. It's, they it, it was used well in the new movie. I mean, I don't know if it was originated in, in the original, but it was. I mean, that's probably the first time I ever saw it. But it was used well in this movie where they had. Like he's reading from the book and zooming, 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 and finally it hits her and she throws up. It's a really cool scene. And then they have the one second flash of her as a demon. Right, right. Disturbing and well made. But like I, it, it's it's odd that I they enjoy these so much because they aren't my cup of tea. I if I'm gonna choose a genre, horror is is far down. Yeah, I mean just above uh, romantic comedy, I think for me. And I like romantic comedy, so I don't even know if it's above that. <laughs> Oh well, we'll have to do uh, Love Actually versus uh, Bridget Jones' Diary sometime. I've never seen either of those, so maybe I don't like it. Uh, well, I've we... never seen one Harry Met Sally either. Oh Jesus, dude! Yeah, you, I what? have seen uh, the hu- the Four Weddings and a Funeral, and I didn't mind that. Maybe, maybe. Do, wait, let me ask you this: Do you consider The Godfather a romantic comedy? Oh, of course. Oh, so yeah, I think maybe your terms are a bit confused. But that's all right. Well, isn't it romantic when he's uh, he has that that lady friend and it's romantic when he's hitting her? Oh, you're you're talking about Talia Shire and her husband. Um, a kind of a small part of the story, but yeah, that, <laughs> it's if, really disturbing joke. Let's move on. All right. The uh, 
Well, where where were we? Yeah, horror as a as a genre. Um, I I don't know. It seems kind of. It seems kind of like kid stuff to me. Maybe just because I enjoyed it so much as a kid, but I don't get a lot from it as an adult. I I don't like violence is terrible, and it doesn't it doesn't edify me in any way to see people being killed or or you know release anything in me that I feel like I need to be released. Yeah, I I would I would agree with that, but. I don't mind watching it once in a while. It definitely doesn't edify me in any way. No, me too. And but, but I per- you know what I do like about a lot of horror movies, and both of these do it well, is the the shock, the shock stuff when you're watching something and the like something jump out jumps out at you and kind of jump makes scare. You, yeah, yeah, the jump scare. I I like that because I'm very easily jump scared. So oh, me too. I I jump scared in Gravity, man. <laughs> so spoiler alert. Now I'm not going to say it. Uh, and jump. I completely used jump scared wrong there it's not even really a word uh not a verb for sure it is now the uh the yeah so it this is was a difficult one for me but we're doing it because it's halloween obviously we want to be kind of thematic Uh, precisely i want to suck your blood oh i was going for terrifying and you topped me yeah there's there's no top in that one the uh the greatest of all holidays, really, um, All Hallows' Eve, uh, celebrate. It was back in the day. It was like Easter, except um, except instead of kids hunting Easter eggs, it was adults hunting children, and then they would uh, cook them up into a stew, and that would be their uh, Hallows' Day meal. So those were the days. Yeah, it it has a great tradition, and it carries on. Uh, still, all about scaring children and uh worshiping satan so and eating stew and and eat it yes you you go door to door and and get bags full of stew the the greatest of all holidays if you ask me um i didn't i want to make it clear oh i take it back then it's the worst um yeah you got anything else you want to say so you obviously liked the the second one much more than i did and i don't mean to sound like i hated it Uh, i just i thought it was okay yeah, no, I I hear you. I I think it, it was the the fact that I saw no no I think I like it even without that. I was neat to to see. I like sneak previews, so that was like a little oh that jolt yeah farm. that gives you a jolt for sure yeah. That... But seeing it again, I did appreciate the whole allegory stuff. So I, I like that like that they they took the time to write a story, not just because they didn't have to. People were going to see it whatever it was, and uh, instead of so they did put and uh, another interesting fact is the director doesn't or his second language is english so they had the diablo cody had to americanize the dialogue oh really diablo cody it didn't seem uh, completely stupid so i'm surprised she she was involved <laughs> I in it i forgot i was pretty sure he didn't like her i don't i haven't seen anything things she's done except for that roller did she do that roller derby movie uh the, oh yeah it, with drew barrymore and ellen page or just ellen yeah, page yeah um yeah i don't know i have no idea I think she might have, and I enjoyed that, so maybe I like her. Yeah, I'm I'm ripping on her more for Juno than anything else, uh, which I haven't seen. Don't don't bother. Um, Where else well, am I going to get my Arrested Development fix? It's not going to be on for a long time. You can see uh, this is the end because Michael Sarah's great in that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Much better than in Juno, so that would be my advice to you. Yeah, I prefer my horror movies cheesy a little bit. Yeah, the, I think one of my problems with both of these is there wasn't enough 
humor. No. There, there, well, when I say not enough, there was no humor in either movie. And I was surprised to read a review of the remake that said not as good as the original because the humor wasn't there. Well, I don't. I I've watched that original. I didn't see a lot of humor. Maybe you did. I think that that kind of humor was unintentional. That he's talking about, maybe like just the, like we said, the claymation shit. You know. Yeah, well, um, that's not humor. That's no. just bad filmmaking. So I I disagree with that review. I can I can see plenty of reasons not to like this movie, and that's not one. So whoever wrote that review, go fuck yourself. Yes, uh, as well as you, listeners. The, well, I, I think, you know, that's one of those things where people maybe overthink things a lot, too. Like, he might have thought that the claymation sequence was intentionally bad and therefore humorous. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, or maybe he's just like me. He was thinking of Evil Dead 2 when he was writing the review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, I guess I'll have to check out Evil Dead 2. Actually, I'd rather see Army of Darkness. I feel like that's more my, my style, uh, which... I just want to say, I when they were both on cable a lot, I used to always confuse with Beastmaster. <laughs> I don't I'm know what sure Beastmaster is, is. Much worse. <laughs> I think so. Army. It seems like Army of Darkness is and Evil Dead Two are kind of cold hits. I don't know if Beastmaster is. I'm sure it isn't, because um, I think I've seen some of it. Mark Singer. I don't know if you know who he is, but uh, name sounds familiar. Yeah, it's, it's enough said once you see his face. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, the. If you're going to watch horror movies for uh, Halloween, you're looking for some... I would recommend the original Evil Dead, and then maybe you can go on to uh, the the remake. Uh, but what are some horror movies you actually like, Pat? Uh, I don't know. What are some horror movies? I'm not... I, they don't come to the top of my head as, as movies I like, so what what are some that you like? I know. I'm trying to think. I, uh, the Exorcist, although that's more suspense, I guess. I don't like it. I thought it was boring. Did you? I, you know, I, I haven't saw seen it, it in a long time, but I didn't like it at the time. I saw it when I was young, so that might have something to do with it. But you know what is creepy is if you go to Washington, D.C. and you find the the Exorcist Steps, Exorcist Steps, that is, they are creepy to look up. Oh, yeah, I imagine. The big staircase. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I did find uh, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre deeply disturbing, which most horror movies don't get me to feel that. Um. But, uh, well, Alien. I guess Alien. I think that should be considered horror. I think, yeah, I think most people do. I, I just typed in best horror movies and Alien came up, so. Yeah, that's got to be top tier. A lot of people like, uh, what, The House on Haunted Hill? Is that what it, is it a Vincent Price one? I don't know, some really old one people, a lot of people say is really good. I haven't seen it. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I have a favorite horror movie because I don't really have a favorite horror. Oh, Carrie, but no. I didn't like that movie that much. I just remember it. Yeah, I, it's the same with The Shining. Like, I yeah. remember scenes from it and stuff, but it's not like it wasn't super scary. There, there were creepy parts, of course, the uh, twin girls and stuff. But Psycho. Yeah, so, I mean, Psycho's good. It's it's also, you know, I mean, this was made before we were born, so we we'd seen a lot that came from it, I guess. Um, Maybe before we were born. What are you talking about? This what was like? Uh, came out in like 2000. Oh, the Vince Vaughn uh, Psycho. I I was confusing that with another movie. I think uh, <laughs> Rosemary's Baby. Yeah, no, you're right. It was Psycho was a long time ago, and it's half of the movie is just talking. There's, yeah, there's... it's psychoanalysis and shit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, I I can recommend both of these. I guess if you're into horror, uh, for sure. 
If you're not into horror, skip the second one because it's going to be a bit much for you. Yeah, I agree. But I think think the Evil Dead series is the only series of horror movies I've watched all the way through. <clears throat> for sure, and they're the definitely the only series I've watched more than once. Because I'm not really big into horror, but I do like Bruce Campbell a lot. So that's why I watched the original Evil Dead. I had a friend who really liked them and forced me to watch them, and I was like, by the time I got the Army of Darkness, I was loving it. All right, I'm but gonna I, check those out then. And um, Evil Dead Two has is I from what I remember it's really gory, but it it has the humor to it because there's a scene where he's anyway his anyway I don't want to ruin it for you when you say it. Have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah, I saw Cabin in the Woods. It was okay. I, I was I thought I would like it more than I did. It was just okay. Yeah, same here. I mean, it was it was almost too too meta. Oh, you know what I did find creepy is the ring. I never saw the ring. A lot of people say that. I found it creepy and especially creepy because I, I I watched it with my roommate and after the movie the the, the basis of the movie is when you watch. I think it's the ring that I'm, I think, I hope I'm thinking of the right movie in the movie. When the girl crawls cer- out of the well, that's the ring. A certain video plays your phone rings and then you die. Yeah. That's I think like, that's the ring. Yeah. So at the, at, on the DVD, special commentary or whatever, special features, you could watch what's on the video. So I put, the, I put the video in and it got to the end of what's on the video and the phone rang and I jumped out of my, my skin and then <laughs> I answered it and it was my roommate who was watching the video with me and he had a cell phone and it was at a time where I, you know, I don't think of cell phones. It was like 13, 15 years ago. Anyway, and that's why I like the ring. And then you immediately were killed. I was, no, I took the place of the killer. I killed oh. him for scaring me. Well, that, yeah, that's the way to do it if you're going to, if you're going to do that. <laughs> if you're going to kill someone, that's the way to kill somebody? No, I mean, if, if the choice is you die or you have to kill somebody else, and you got to go with killing somebody else, I would think. I guess. Yeah, I guess it depends on who it is. If they're, uh, you know, if they're uh, a rich business owner, you don't want to kill them. No, but if it's someone who's good for the world, you do, because then you'll be infamous. Yes. That's just as good as famous. Better, actually. Who, I don't, I mean, I remember, uh, I remember Mark David Chapman's name, but fuck if I can remember who he killed. Yeah. Yeah, you, you made the right choice, Pat. I didn't really kill anybody. Police. Oh, that's right. We do have the SFPD uh, presence among our audience. Now, it's all jokes. Everybody should know uh, nothing we say is remotely true. So, how is the Bart strike treating you? Uh, uh, like an unwanted stepchild? It's terrible. I don't know what else to say. Uh there's a, a lot of people still... I think I talked about it last time Bart went on strike, which was four months ago. Um, people are really, like, against the unions. I don't know when this country turned so, like, anti-labor. Um, but I'm going to say during the Reagan era <laughs> is my stock answer. But like, you hear so many people on the news saying, like, well, they make more than I do. I don't know what they're complaining about. And so stupid. I, or they, they talk about why they need such a long vacation, why they need a pension, blah, blah, blah. Right. It, well, because it's not about you, person saying it. Uh, somebody working at McDonald's could say the same thing about you. I don't think you'd enjoy them saying you shouldn't get a raise or whatever. And I, I, I when you talk about when people, I think it's when people started not being unions that they started not to care about other unions. 
Because you don't really, I don't, I don't think I do. I don't think I hear people in other unions complaining about when, when a union strikes. No, no, exactly. It's and but unions are seem to be uh, dying. Well, yeah, because the I agree. The, the well, one thing is the industries that had unions are dying out, and industries like the service industry doesn't like <clears throat> uh, computer programmers. There's no union for that. They just do whatever they are forced to do. So it's just. It's just not something that's really around anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, and, you know, the libertarian answer is, and Republican, I think, is the free market will take care of it. If <laughs> uh, if workers are exploiting people, people won't work there, and they'll go to places where they treat you decently, which is demonstrably not the case. Which uh, is, it, it really, the, the free market answer is so stupid, because that's the entire point of why unions had to come to exist, because children are working at unions, the free market didn't put it out. Right. It, no, exactly. The free market is going to exploit you as much as it can uh when profits the the bottom line of any business that's that's how, just how it's going to go yeah i don't have you ever been in a union i've never been in a union job no. No. no um not not that i'm against it i just never had any skills that were uh that were desirable by any kind of union job so have you no i've never same here i don't know I, one thing i i've always wondered is is if, if if it were possible for unions to go international if it would help the entire world yeah i don't know i mean i just think in in some, the places that need to help most it's the political structure is so corrupt that it's like, yeah it wouldn't go through you know and um, it's like it's like you want to go there a union wants to go there and help the conditions but the people are like well we really just need the money yeah exactly <laughs> Um, I'll take the money and and uh, fuck all these high-minded principles you're talking about. Yeah, they're, they're not feeding my family. Yeah, no. And I then when I if I do try to protest, well, I'm pretty much dead. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I just it's it's possible for there to be a world where I don't know. It, it's aggravating. Let's talk about something else. Yeah, let's I, do no, it. I'm just wondering: Are you going to have to? Is it going to be still going during this week? Strike as at least tomorrow. I mean, they haven't announced anything, so yeah, it's been crazy gridlock, like you would imagine, uh, in in this area. And now I have I've talked to you last night after the show that you said you were going to drive into the city. How did that work out for funny parking? Yeah, I did. I had an event last night. It actually, I mean, getting to the Bay Bridge was was rough. It took a lot longer than usual, but. Once I got there, it was it was okay. It was you know about what you expect for Saturday traffic. Yeah. Um, although the the people coming back across the bridge going the other way that was backed up forever. Oh, people leaving work? I oh, know. Yesterday was why was it so busy? I don't leave just leaving the city. I don't know why. Um, oh, like maybe they went in to go to the zoo or whatever. Yeah, spent a day so, there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's it's fucking horrible, and I hope it ends really soon because. Um, I'm I'm already against management, but I am also going to start turning against unions and just be against everybody involved in the whole thing if it goes well, on I, for too I, long. I was under the impression you were already against everybody who exists except for yourself. That's uh, I take that as a compliment, but now <laughs> there are, unfortunately, uh, in this world of late capitalism, there are still people I care about. Well, that's good. I haven't been able to evolve completely to uh, to the the uh, corporate ideal of the Ubermensch. Read your Ayn Rand and you'll get there. Oh dear God! If I mean, if 
her not only is she a horrible person and her philosophy is horrible, her reading is deadlyish. Have you ever read her? <laughs> not more than a paragraph. Yeah, even that I bet was a bitch to slog through. I, I don't I didn't in college I knew there was a lot of people who in the objectivists yeah I knew that they liked Dan Rand and I was like okay what is this and I tried reading it, I couldn't get through it I didn't realize how terrible the ideas were though yeah well the their ideals that are so terrible that uh, everybody who gets into them does it when they're 15 or 16 so <laughs> now I thought Lyndon LaRouche was a libertarian is he not Jesus Christ that's a blast from the past uh yeah, I think he might have run for the Libertarian Party. but Because <clears throat> somebody was talking about him as a Democrat, and I, I thought he was a Libertarian. Maybe, maybe he's both. Maybe I'm, I might be confusing him with somebody else, because I thought he was like a virulent racist, too. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I just oh, remember I'm him. thinking of David Duke. Sorry. Oh, he was, he was... I don't know. He wasn't Libertarian. No, no, he wasn't. I think He might have been Rouge. Democrat. Really? But uh, Lyndon LaRouche was the guy who was running for president from jail. Yeah, yeah. I think he was libertarian. All right. Um, I don't know. I have an addiction, and I, I would like help from the people out there on how to, how to solve it. When I read an article online, I can't stop from reading the comments. Oh, ever. dude. That's that's the worst idea. I know, and I can't stop. I go to Gawker, I read them there. I go to CNN, I read them there. It doesn't matter where. I go down and read the comments. I, I just can't stop myself. Man. You thought I hated all humanity. I can't imagine how you feel about them after reading comment <laughs> sections. It's the it's it, the one thing it's nice about is to see whatever my opinion is. There's some idiot that agrees with me. Oh, I mean, I, when I say idiot, they, I mean idiot. No matter what it is, somebody's out there with that agrees with me and saying really stupid things. Yes, no, I I know, and that's why uh, our friend uh, who we've mentioned before, Horsey Surprise, that Tumblr, he goes and trolls the comment sections of these sites. That's why he works so well. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit of Poe's law almost, like because people do take him seriously, even though he's obviously fucking around. Yeah, um, but I guess it's not obvious to everybody. No, it's not, and that's that's exactly Poe's law, you know? It, yeah. Some fucking idiot believes it, no matter how much of a <laughs> satire you're trying to do. Uh, Lyndon LaRouche ran on his own U.S. Labor Party. Oh, um, so not a libertarian. And campaigned seven times for the Democratic Party nomination. Oh, so he was a Democrat. Yeah. I got my facts all wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't... Man... We gotta stop talking politics on this show. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, Whatever I does is make me angry. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, nice puppies. Now you brought me back down. The next week we are we're thinking of doing. Um, well, it's it depends on if if our guest star is. Well, next week for sure we'll we'll, we'll have uh, married with children versus. Modern Family. Yes. It's okay. The following the week, one. we're not sure about the fall. Yeah, we're looking to do uh, the replacements album, Let It Be, versus the new Super Chunk album, I Hate Music. Um, so if anybody wants to listen to those in preparation, that will be upcoming. We're just not quite sure when. Um, oh, Super Chunk. I thought it was Super Tramp. So that would that would be a great uh, comparison, the replacements versus Super Tramp. We would we'd get. Tons of angry emails about that um, from Supertramp fans, I'm sure. Because that would not go well, the Supertramp. Um, yeah, anyway, that one's coming up. Uh, what do you got going on, Pat? Not much. 
How about you? Yeah, just uh, just getting sick to my stomach over the idea of commuting tomorrow. Oh, I carved pumpkins the other night. It turned out pretty good. I I am a terrible artist, but I still carved them without uh, hurting myself or others. Or the pumpkin. Well, the pumpkin was destroyed. I took all its innards out and put it in the trash. Cut him. I cut eyeballs out. Cut his head out. Did you make a uh, a Chris Elliott pumpkin? What's a Chris Elliott pumpkin? Well, I mean, just you carved his face into the pumpkin. <laughs> no, I don't have that skill, but that would be a sight to see. It would. No kids would visit your house. I would visit your house, though. <laughs> Only good people. Only good people would visit. Only the right people, yeah. We have to decide what to compare to get a life. Uh, we or might maybe... as well do Eagle Heart. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, maybe we should just have a whole get a life episode. Oh, I'm down with that. Yeah, we should do get, just get a life because there is really nothing to compare it to, and Eagle Heart's too similar in in some ways, you know. Yeah. Well, have you listened? To, yeah, I did. I heard that uh, Chris Elliott did an interview about Eagle Heart, and they're like, "Do you have any uh, input in the writing?" He's like, "No, these young guys just liked our stuff, and I'm really surprised by how exactly right they get it." And it's true. They they do a good job of of making a get a life, a modern day get a life. Yeah. But, uh, have you watched any of the, the the DVD set that came out recently? Have you watched or listened to any of the commentary? No, I haven't. I There's no Chris Elliott commentary on it, right? Yeah, which really stinks. But it's all David Merkin, and it, he is in-depth with it. He's He just talks and talks and talks the whole time. It's not especially funny, but it is interesting. Yeah, I'll have I'll have to check it out and go through and re-watch all, watch them all with the commentary. Oh, get, this is Get a Life, not Eagle Heart, people, that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah. DVD set came out, I guess, last year or two years ago, where they, they did a really good job for a show that was so unknown. Yeah, they, they did. I mean, a, a full set of, of every episode, some, I, I forget if there's deleted scenes, but there's some special special stuff in it, and there's a lot of commentary from David Merkin. Yeah, and there's uh, there are some episodes where you can turn off the laugh track, which is a, a weird experience. Yeah. Because the, <laughs> the laugh track was a part of that show. It was, well, we'll talk about it when we do the... Yeah. Get a life episode. Yeah, I'm down with that. We'll do a, just a complete get a life episode. And if you'd like to contact us, write us at popculturecontinuum at gmail.com. Write us highly on iTunes and say hello to us on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, my phone number is 510. So. I, I didn't get that. Uh, well, you'll have to just re-listen to it a couple times. It'll it'll become clear. Uh, well, I guess, I guess that's it then, huh? Yep. Well, ending on a downer again. No, I guess get a life's good. It, it makes up for all the other bullshit we were talking. I'm surprised you called get a life a downer. Yeah, no, I, I just I just amended my statement. Um, anyway, uh, until next time, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>